Welcome to Global Outpouring. I'm Philip Buss. And I'm Sharon Buss. Welcome to our podcast today. We have special guests with us. Our pastors, Justin and Miranda Goff from Grace City Church in Harrison, Arkansas. And we just love them so much. And they're going to help us continue our study in the book of Ephesians, looking at the most important part. So, Pastor Justin, Pastor Miranda, we're so glad that you're here with us today. Hey, thank you. Good to be here. It's always a great, warm feeling in our hearts. We've known each other for Praise years, and and you're just special to us. And you know, I don't think we ever dreamed years ago that that <laughs> you would be pastoring us, but we're loving it. We're right. absolutely <laughs> loving it because because we love deep stuff. Hallelujah. And that's what we get. We Me get too. deep worship. Pastor Miranda leads us in in awesome worship in the presence of the Lord, and Pastor Justin always has a word that he has spent time digging for. And before we even get started, I just I want to ask you if you can give us the the details. Your your name of your ministry is Finishers International Ministries. Yes. And you have Grace City Church in Harrison, Arkansas, and you have a weekly podcast. Yes. Yeah. We do a podcast also, uh, Grace for This City podcast. And uh, you can find that pretty much on all the major podcast platforms, Grace iTunes. Grace for This City. Yep. Yep. Grace for This City podcast. Okay, and your your website is gracecitychurch.tv. .tv, yep. Mm-hmm. You're on Facebook and YouTube. Yep, yep. You can just search for us. You can search for the church, Grace City Church in Harrison, Arkansas. You can locate us on Facebook that way. Or if you want the direct link, it's facebook.com forward slash GCC Harrison. Okay. The podcast is on there. The podcast is on YouTube also. Just okay. search for Grace for This City podcast. Great. Well, I'm just really looking forward to seeing what the Holy Ghost is going to give us today. You know, we don't rehearse these podcasts. (laughs) We just kind of, you know, throw out some ideas and then we just jump in. And so it's real fresh and it's real special. And and, uh, I'm just excited to see. Now, we've been doing, and I have to back up and tell you this. Quite a few weeks ago, we heard Pastor Justin give a message on... Ephesians chapter 6, 10, 11, and 12. And it was so important to me that we came home and started an entire study on the book of Ephesians to lead up to that point so that we wow. could have him come and do this podcast with <laughs> wow. us. Praise because it's, it's such an important thing. And we started with episode 29. And this is our 10th part on the book of Ephesians, (laughs) because there's so much in the book of Ephesians. And I love the book of Ephesians. We could could probably go on for 30 podcasts. It it takes longer to to go through Ephesians than it took Paul to write it. (laughs) Well, that's for sure. (laughs) He he packed a lot in there. (laughs) He sure did. And, And you know, the wonderful thing about the Word of God is that you can keep digging, and every single time you read it, it's like something new jumps out. There's dimensions, there's levels, there's layers of revelation 
in the whole word of God. And, and so I think we're going to be digging for all eternity. Yeah, there's, sure. there's stuff yeah. that we haven't begun to see yet. And the, and the Holy Spirit, it's, it's like, like you said to us when you were with us, um, you were with us back in episode 16 and 17, head and body, how things mm-hmm. work in the spirit. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I love the fact that that's one of the things you pursue is learning how things work in mm-hmm. the spirit. Mm-hmm. And what you've got to unpack for us today in Ephesians 6, uh, 10 through 12, or sorry, 10, 10 and 11. I don't think we're going to get to verse 12. We're going to have to have a second podcast. So uh, what you're going to unpack for us today is so vital and so important. And there's so much digging that you have done that, that uh, brings us to this point. I just want to kind of turn you loose that okay. that all of these things that we've been leading up to with the mysteries, digging for the mysteries in all of these chapters and, and, and learning and growing and equipping through all of these chapters has been to bring us to this point. So would you please unpack for us verse 10? Praise the Lord. Yeah. Hey, it's an honor. Thank you so much. And, uh, you know, so you, you guys have already been looking over the book of uh, Ephesians. Tremendous. I mean, the f- chapters one through five, the first part of chapter six are so rich. But what yeah. stood out to me was this word in verse 10. Mm-hmm. And here he says, finally. And uh, so that kind of piqued my interest. And uh, let me just read it and then we'll look at some of the words here. But he says, finally, my brethren, be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. And the word finally is a Greek phrase, and we could translate it like this, now for the rest of the matter. Mm-hmm. So Paul's already written to us, you know, the Holy Ghost, but, you know, through Paul, Holy Ghost wanted us to know something. We've got chapters one, the first part of six, all the, the all these chapters, tremendous. Then Holy Spirit says this. He says, now for the rest of the matter. So I've set you up chapters one, two, three, four, five, first part of six. And then he said, now for the rest of it. One expositor said on that Greek phrase that's translated finally here, uh, said it could be translated like this. I have saved the most important issue to the end of the letter. If you don't remember anything else, remember this. What I'm about to say is the most important thing I have to tell you. And so I was like, wait a second here. Okay, okay. so as amazing as all this other stuff is, it was a setup. And you need to know mm. everything that's in chapters 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, first part of 6. I mean, there's some tremendous mm-hmm. revelation there. Yeah. Absolutely. But a lot of that was the precursor now. Like you need to know the in him and the, you know, who, who we are in Christ. You need to know. Uh, Seated in heavenly places. It, you need to know that. You have to know. Have, have <laughs> to know that. Uh, you need to know that Christ is the head of the church. I mean, there's yeah. so much revelation. And having your eyes enlightened oh, so that you I understand that. the hope of your calling. Yep, exactly. Yes. exactly. You've got to have these things. You know, then we get to chapter three where he says that the uh, that the manifold wisdom of God was going to be made known through the church. Okay, so I mean, it's tremendous things. As amazing as all that was, Holy Spirit said something, though. He said, this is the most important thing. Not that the other things weren't important. But this, he saved the, the crux of the revelation for the end. And so that's what starts us out, out here. Of course, then, you know, it goes into the armor and talks about principalities and powers. And we'll get into that later. But so he says, finally, the most important thing. Then he goes on with this here. Be strong in the Lord 
and in the power of his might. All right. So we want to jump into that. And uh, again, Holy Spirit begins this whole section by telling us that in order to face the level of interaction that will surface as we advance forward and what we will encounter as we begin to release people from bondages and declare their freedom from sickness, disease, perversions, addictions, whatever, Mm -hmm. Holy Spirit is revealing the key thing that before we will succeed against and overcome the enemy, okay, we're talking about in verse 12, we're going to be facing these enemies here. We're, there's, there is a wrestle. Mm-hmm. I know a lot of people Tune don't want to talk one. about that. <laughs> yeah. There is a battle. Mm-hmm. Okay. And uh, so Holy Spirit is saying, he's given us a very important key here. Okay. That before, uh, you know, because uh, c- we are. So before you face this, he's saying, you need to get to know this. I'm going to tell you something. This is very important. He said, before you will succeed against and overcome the enemy, you must first have received the power of God. Yeah. All right. So that uh, the word strong there. Now, I I study basically out of the new King James. Of course, I, I, I use a plethora of versions. But here the King James says, be strong in the Lord. The word strong is the Greek word in duo. Hmm. We get the word endowment right. out of that. But uh, this in duo is compound word ENN means in or inside of. And then, of course, duo is the word for explosive force or okay. explosive power. Oh, yeah. So <laughs> the thing about this, this, this particular power is it isn't just free floating power. You know, it's just not out there in the ethers. Uh, it's a specific kind of power that was designed to be placed inside something. Mm. Okay. Wow, it, yes. It, it's, it's power design. Now, when we say the word design, we're talking about uh, divinely designed. Okay. I mean, this, mm-hmm. this wasn't an afterthought. I mean, this is how this, this was the original thought in, mm-hmm. in this. The Heavenly Father created this power to be fitted inside of a vessel of some kind. And so, of course, in the Greek word, en means in or inside duo is this explosive force. So it's power, explosive power designed to be fitted inside of a vessel. So Holy Spirit is telling us that there is a divine power particularly designed to be placed inside you. If I can interject something right here. Yes. You know, this is the Passion Translation. Oh, tremendous. Yeah, and in that verse 10, it says, be supernaturally infused with strength. Mm. Hallelujah. I mean, wow, infusion. Mm-hmm. That's <laughs> good. We hear the infusion. word infusion, but now yeah. you see it mm. be infused with the Holy Spirit. Yes. Yeah, and really the idea, and I, I think we'll see this here, is really we're to, we were to be one with this power. Mm. Uh-huh. I mean, yeah. the idea is that I'm going to create this vessel. We are the ultimate uh, objective of that vessel. We We are the vessel that's being referred to here. Mm-hmm. And so he specifically designed... I mean, the Heavenly Father specifically designed a, a power that would be in us. Mm-hmm. It would be part and parcel. We would be infused with it. We would be one with it. The complete mm-hmm. Jewish Bible says, grow powerful in union with the Lord. There, there it is. Mm. In union with his mighty strength. Yeah. Praise the Lord. Yeah. So again, it's not just free, free floating power. It's specifically designed to be placed or located within something. So he says, be strong. So there it is. That's that explosive force, that explosive power. Then he goes on to say, 
in the Lord. Now, the phrase in the Greek, in the Lord, is what they call a locative case. And a locative case is where it's limited to something. So remember, like in Ephesians chapter 1, uh, where it says repeatedly, it talks about in him, in mm -hmm. him, in him, in whom, etc. All the benefits that we read about associated with Jesus are in him. Right. They are locked, as it were, in him. There is no access to these things outside of Jesus. Okay? Right. All the things that are in him, you're not going to have uh, access to unless you are in him. Okay. So there's no other source for these things except Jesus. Only in him can you access these things. So here, Holy Spirit is saying that there is a specially reserved divine power that is locked in Jesus. This power is not known outside of him. And the only way to access it is by being in him, by being born again. Then you become one with him. And in essence, uh, you are baptized then into this power. You are surrounded by this power. You have a native-born right of privilege right. wow. to this explosive power. Yeah, you're baptized into Christ. Yeah. 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 And, and that power is only in him. Is in him. And so you are so, and I'm going to use this word, we'll use it later, but you are so pros. It's a Greek word we find in verse 12 where, where it means against. Now, it's not antagonistic or oppositional in this sense, but it means intimate, not sexual, but close. It's, as, it's a physical, it's a proximity. So we are so intimate by right of proximity to this power, by being in Christ, that being so one in him, that there's no stretch for this power. You know, you know I pastor a church, right? And, and we've been raised in the church. And you hear this idea that we're all trying to obtain this thing. You know, <laughs> like there's this idea, and, and hopefully I can articulate this, but it's almost like there's some things in Christ that seem so far away and we're working mm. so hard and we're striving so hard to get and obtain when what Holy Spirit is showing us here is that you are you are so close to it. Mm -hmm. You are one with this. Mm -hmm. You are so close in proximity to this explosive power that there's no stretch required. There, That's right. There's literally no reaching for it. It is literally accessible and apprehendable with very little effort. Mm-hmm. It's true. Wow. It's true. It's I'm like it's like that. the air that's all around you. Yeah. Uh, the Lord showed me years ago that that His presence is like oxygen. Oh wow! It's wow. It's all around you. That, you can't it. sense it with your five senses. It's all around you, but you can't live without it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And so that's how the presence of God is. It all you have to you know Jesus when he when he went to his disciples after he had been resurrected and and you know, kind of shocked them, mm -hmm. like, ah, it's a ghost. And, 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 and he's, he's, first of all, he says, shalom, like, hold it down, guys. Shalom, yeah, okay. be peace. But then after a while, after he really got them to know that it was him, he breathed on them and said, receive the Holy Spirit. Wow. So if he exhaled to give them the Holy Spirit, hmm. what did they have to do to get the Holy Spirit? Yeah, right. Just inhale. inhale. Yeah. You know, yeah. so his wow. presence is mm. constantly around us. And, you know, I've found this for myself all the time. It's like you're you're trying to, like you were saying, trying to get to a place and you realize you're already there. Mm -hmm. Alec Andrew Womack says, um, 
you can't get what you've already got. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because you've already got it. Yeah. You're everything that you need is there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's in him. Yeah. And you're in him. Mm-hmm. Carry on. The, well, this we <laughs> we would say that, you know, this is where uh, you know, in Christ the finished works, but people need to awake or come to the revelation knowledge of what is theirs by right of inheritance. Mm-hmm. And um a lot of the church just hasn't, they're still trying to obtain a thing that Christ has already provided. And so, you know, we just believe God right now, hallelujah, mm. that this message is just awakening mm-hmm. a confidence, mm. yes. a knowledge. It, it, you are seeing yourself one with this, that you don't have to strive for it. And the church at large, the moment that we receive that it's a done thing, that we're not striving for this power, we'll see demonstrations increase and we need to see it. In fact, I, I was mm-hmm. talking about it Sunday, like we need to see tangible manifestations and really in this verse is our confidence to see that. So he says this, by the way, this isn't just Paul writing, right? I mean, this is the Holy ghost. Mm-hmm. Holy mm-hmm. spirit is revealing a thing. Okay. And Paul happens to pin it down, but this is to us. I mean, this is a letter to the church right here, you and I, mm-hmm. so be strong in the Lord. So this is explosive power. Okay, be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. Holy Spirit is saying to defeat the devil, and we're going to find out a little bit about that later, but to defeat the devil, you are going to need to begin tapping into this explosive power. Once again, it's not beyond your reach. It's literally within reach. It doesn't require a stretch. You are within, you're baptized in this power. All right, so let's, let's look at the last part there. Be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. The word power there is the word kratos. Now, this, this power is demonstrated power. It would be the same power that parted the Red Sea. There was yeah. a demonstration, okay? Same power that created the universe. It was demonstrated power. Same power that raised Christ from the dead. There was a demonstration of the power. This isn't power that you theoretically believe in. No, this is power that you can see, power you can touch, power you can feel. This is power that does something. Mm-hmm. And hallelujah, we are not going to be lacking mm-hmm. in this. I mean, the Bible's telling us right here that there is a power that was meant to be demonstrated. It's power specifically to be manifested. Mm-hmm. So he's talking about be strong in this. Mm-hmm. Be be explosive. Now, if you read it in the King James or the New King James, maybe the phraseology there, the way it was translated into English, it kind of puts it away from you. But the idea is that you are within like you're if you're in Christ, if you're in Christ. Now, he's saying the only place for this is in the Lord. But if you're if you're in him, then you're to show up and demonstrate this explosive power. This power is explosive and is intended to be demonstrated. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so we are, a friend of mine always says, you are a move of God going somewhere to happen. And this is, <laughs> what, we've, this is what we've lacked. People with the confidence of who they are in Christ showing up on the scene, showing up where there's darkness and flipping the switch, as it were, mm-hmm. of the light yes. and darkness being expelled. Wow. That's that exploding on the scene. <laughs> Right. Yeah. Boom. Does that show up and blow up? It is so 
it's not that it did manifest. Hmm. It was intended to manifest. Like mm-hmm. the objective was to demonstrate a thing. Demonstration wasn't a bonus. The demonstration of this explosive force was the objective. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. That's it. Like when we go into a dark place, uh, you know, the demonic realm is a force, is a power. There is a power there. It's raw power, and it's been harnessed in several ways. But there is a power. There is a force there. And he hasn't left, he hasn't left us unable to meet a power and overcome. Greater is he. Right? That's right. Greater is he. And here we see, all right, so that greater. Well, is it, is it just theoretical? No. Paul's saying, look, I, I've, the Holy Ghost has something very important to tell you, mm-hmm. that this greater reality was designed, scripted, planned ahead of time to demonstrate, to manifest and explode on the scene. Not just leak out a little bit. Come on. But to explode oh, so on the good. scene. Man, I, thank thank wow. you, Father. We're th- those are our <laughs> these that will be our days. Mm-hmm. I mean, we are going to just show now now again, it's in him. In him we live and move and have our being. We're not making this up. Right. Okay? We're not trying to do something in and of the flesh. We just literally need to be who we are in him. And allow that demonstration to take place. Okay, the last part there is the power of his might. The demonstrated power, kratos, demonstrated. It's literally supposed to be manifested. The word might is the Greek word eskuos, eskuos. And it's a, it's a mighty man. We would say maybe like a bodybuilder. It's someone that you would look at with amazement because he is a solid piece of muscle. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Hallelujah. Like like the power team? Like mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. Breaking bats and yeah, twisting yeah. up iron skillets and right. stuff. Ripping, ripping right. phone, books. phone books. Just yeah. ripping them. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and they blow up those water bottles and explode them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So Holy Spirit is saying this. You need to get this. You need to know this. That we are endued with power. We are one with power. And it's a power that is only found, or we could say it like this, maybe only experienced in Christ. Like you are aware of it. You become one with it in Christ. You're not one with it outside of Christ. You become one with it in Christ. So we are endued with this power. It's explosive power. We were made strong in the Lord. We have a power working in our life that comes with manifestation and demonstration. We pray, for example, in the name of Jesus and the arm of God and the might or the muscle of God moves on our behalf behind the scenes because, again, in him we live and move. Now, I want to say something here to set the stage when we get on to some of these other verses. The devil, there is a, there is a power. Mm-hmm. But they don't have the power that's in Christ. No. There is a demonstrative power. There is an explosive force that you cannot get. You you can't get it on the black market. Hallelujah. <laughs> that's good. Yeah. yeah. The, so heaven, heaven is in possession of a thing that the devil has not been able to sneak in and steal the secrets. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. He doesn't have the source code. Yeah, there you go. Because it's it's only in him. 
And you and I, when we were born again, we were privileged, uh, designed to come to the knowledge of this kind of power. And so while the enemy, devils, demons, whatever, while they operate in a power, you know, I'm thinking about, you know, even in the Old Testament where, you know, Pharaoh's court magicians uh, were able to replicate, what, three, three mm -hmm. of the plagues? Well, yeah. that, that's, uh -huh. that's a power. Sure. Yeah. Uh -huh. You know, that is knowledge of how to manipulate the natural realm. Mm -hmm. All right, so there, 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 there is a a demonstration there, but so much more powerful mm -hmm. is the power that is found in Christ Jesus. What we are endued with supersedes is so far above. Remember, uh, if when we were getting into the first part of uh, Ephesians, we're seated with Him, mm -hmm. high above, above what all principalities. That's right. Yeah. Okay. All powers. All other names, all other powers, our position and operation, this duo mm. so exceeds the power that would be found, you know, in the demonic realm or their ability to manipulate the natural realm. What we have access to so far exceeds that. I mean, this mm. is the idea behind it. It's so explosive. Mm -hmm. It is just like, boom. I mean. I don't, we don't really have the words for it. No. So it's yeah. like the universe still expanding. It's just, oh, wow. yeah. Yeah. There you go. yeah, yeah. Every, every time a star explodes is wow. an illustration of, of, of what goes on mm. it, it, yeah. and, and the power that's available to us that the devil's been trying to keep us from ever connecting to. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So that kind of moves us into the next verse, doesn't it? Yeah. Verse 11. Yeah. Put on the whole armor of God yeah. that. Of course, in the translation that I'm using, it has a comma. So we replace the comma with a so. Put on the whole armor of God so that mm -hmm. you may be able to stand against the wiles of the devil. Yeah, unpack mm -hmm. that one for us. Okay, wow. so so Holy Spirit is telling us here, look, you're, you're, you are going to face a thing, okay? A lot of people in Christendom... Uh, you know, they have a see no evil, hear no evil. We, mm -hmm. you know, we're, we, we don't want to deal with that. But the reality mm -hmm. is, is Holy Spirit is saying, look, I've saved something very important for you. You need to know this. You are going to face these things. There is a wrestle. There are wiles. There is a devil. There are principalities. You are going to, at some point, you are going to come across these things because you are in the world. Mm -hmm. Now, you're not of it, but you're in it. Jesus said, look, and I'm paraphrasing, I'm not in, in agreement with prayers that are saying, take take me out of here. That's, that's, that's what he said. John yeah. 17. He said, I'm, I'm not asking the father that you be taken out of the earth, mm -hmm. but mm -hmm. that you would be kept safe from the evil one. And part yes. of your protection is in the operation of that explosive power. Yes. Part of your protection is demonstrating the power, the power from on high. All right. So he says that you may be able to stand against the wiles of the devil. Let's look at the word devil. The word devil is the Greek word diabolos. The word devil is not a proper name. Okay. Uh, in fact, it's not even capitalized here because it's not a proper name. His name that we would be referring to when we're talking about the devil, most people are probably referring to Satan. Well, Satan means to slander or to accuse. Revelations 12 10 tells us a little bit about that. The accuser of the brethren. That's it. Mm -hmm. And, but, People call him devil. Again, that is not a name, but rather Diabolos is a job description. Mm. Diabolos That's describes good. a procedure or a modus operandi. 
it describes how one operates. Okay, so the Greek word diabolos is a compound dia. It means to penetrate. And the idea would be to penetrate all the way through to the other side. So dia means to penetrate. Balos uh, means to throw something like a ball or to hurl like maybe you would throw a rock. It, it means to strike something by slinging or throwing. Mm-hmm. And so whenever you see the word devil, you have this picture here of striking the mind and striking the mind and striking the mind and striking the mind, hurling something throwing something at the mind in order to penetrate. And of course, that 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 would lead to, well, well what is he trying to inject? Well, a thought, idea, or suggestion. Mm-hmm. Okay. And so he is oppositional. He's anti. And so uh, he would attempt to weaken you by basically hitting you and hitting you and striking you and striking you and throwing things at you, accusations, slander, lies, strategies that are oppositional, uh, until maybe in in a weak moment where he's able to inject or penetrate the mind and then leave, as it were, implant Mm -hmm. that idea. So again, when we just combine these two words, we get the picture that Satan or a demon acts diabolos. Satan mm-hmm. comes at you again with an ac- a- accusation. That's who he is. He's the accuser. And then with these accusation, accusations, he acts or initi- initiates his procedure or action against you with them. So what is that, proced- uh, what is that procedure or action? Well, it's di- Diabolos. Every time you see the word devil, we need to know that it's referring to a job description. Again, it's a picture of Satan or a demon taking a lie and balos throwing or striking in a repetitive fashion in order to dia penetrate infiltrate or inject into the mind wow that's wow that's just a great understanding yeah it yeah. really helps you get yeah. a picture we you want so, to look at so the what, word what are the what are the, what are the wiles yeah wiles all right this 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 one's fun i mean <laughs> all this is fun because um Remember where, where we mm-hmm. were told, do not be ignorant mm-hmm. of Satan's devices, meaning, and Paul was writing to the Corinthians there, and we, 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 we could say it like this, that if you're ignorant of how the devil operates, he can take advantage of you. That's true. Yeah. Uh, the way we have strategic advantage is by having knowledge of the enemy's operations. Mm-hmm. And so we can be um, prepared, as it were, ahead of time. Remember, Paul, because of the abundance of revelation, mm-hmm. there was a messenger, a demon that was assigned to Paul, and the King James, I think it is, uses the word buffet. Mm-hmm. Well, the word buffet means to punch, to hit, to treat with violence. Yeah. What was going on? It was this operation. Mm-hmm. Here Paul had revelation knowledge, and the enemy began to enact a procedure against him. Uh, now, the word devil isn't used there, but in principle, the operation was. Mm-hmm. This little demon, this imp demon was assigned to buffet him, to punch, to strike uh, to wear down, that word buffet means to wear down. It means to exhaust. Mm-hmm. And so he was just hammering against Paul, hammering against Paul. Now, the in particular uh, may be different for you than it is for me. The devil would try and use something um, maybe that uh, he thought 
would be uh, something that would uh, that I would fall for. Mm-hmm. So whatever slander, accusations, or lies may may be different for different people, but you got to know that the devil's looking to wear you out, and he's going to mm-hmm. lay in to you. So this this this, this is what the wiles is here. So he says, put on the armor so that you may be able to stand against the wiles. The Greek word wiles is methodus, methodus. Some Bibles translate it method or schemes. The King James translated wiles, but uh, some say methods, some say schemes. But really, these words fall a little bit short of the intended meaning. The Greek word methodos is a compound word, odos, which is road. Odos is a Greek word for road. Meta is with, with. It literally translates with a road, all right? But it carries the idea of a singular path pointed in a particular direction. It conveys possession of conviction and consistency until arriving upon a destination. From this word is where we get the the English word or concept of method. What is a method? Well, if you have a method of doing something, it's a particular way at arriving at something or doing something. Mm -hmm. A method would imply boundaries Mm -hmm. that help assure integrity to the end objective or destination. That's why some Bibles translate it method, the Mm -hmm. methods, Mm -hmm. his Mm -hmm. methods. This, quote, way, this scheme or method or road is so consistent that the outcome can now be predicted in advance. So we could say it like like this, that the wiles of Satan are so consistent and possess such conviction that he does not deviate off the road. Mm-hmm. Okay, The predetermined method or scheme are so true to their pathway, their results are predictable. Satan becomes obsessed, as it were, once he starts down a path. Yeah. Mm. His lust to destroy you will not be shaken. I want to interject a, a little thought here. You know, in John 10, 10, where it says, the thief cometh to kill, steal, and, and destroy. destroy. Yes. The word destroy in the Greek means this. It means to literally grind mm-hmm. into a pulp-like liquid. Mm-hmm. Ah. The devil is so, it's bloodlust. Yeah. He mm. I mean he doesn't want to just harm or maim you. He wants to literally grind you into a liquid like substance where he can slurp you down. Oof. The uh. Greek word destroy literally means a to like a uh to grind or to destroy or smash into a liquid like uh. and slurp it down. Wow. So when he gets on a road, when he, he when he gets somebody in his target he gets on that road. That's his method, his scheme. It, it, it implies a boundary. He is determined. He, he, he's so convicted, as it were, to enact Diablos against you that he is not going to deviate off that path. That's, that's the while. And the Holy Spirit is saying, look, you're going to have to be prepared yes. to handle such conviction of the enemy to destroy you. Now we're not ill-equipped. Okay, we have we have power, but notice how Holy Spirit is trying to get us 
to understand, to wake up to the strategies of our enemy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. So he becomes obsessed, uh, uh, obsessed, as it were, once he starts down a path. His lust to destroy you will not be shaken. He is methodical and will not be detoured off his intended course. Now, because he is so methodical, we can become aware of his devices right. and not be ignorant. Right. Like, they're predictable. They're predictable. And he doesn't have he doesn't have too many strategies. Mm-hmm. And in a lot of ways, you know, he's just got a few little tricks. But he's yeah. successful in how he uses them. He you is. Know, that's, yeah. He knows he knows what button to push, but we have to rise up mm-hmm. and know who we are and know that we have everything we need mm-hmm. to crush him. In Christ. Totally. In Christ. Christ. Yep. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So he gets on a he gets on a mission. And, you know, if he arrives at his intended destination, what does he plan to do? Well, he plans to Diablos. That's his modus wow. operandi. He's he's going to get on this 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 path, this road. It's a singular road. It it goes one way. If he arrives, what's he wanting to do? Well, he plans to strike, to hurl, or to inject, or to penetrate something into your mind. Diablos is not the destination, and so we can talk about here what is the ultimate or the intended location. One. Once he gets on the road, once he sets into his method, once he gets into the scheme here, we know what he's wanting to do when he arrives, but where is the object of his destination? There's a couple scriptures that I'll give, and we'll leave it here. 2 Corinthians chapter 11, verse 3. I'm going to read it to you from the Amplified Classic. But again, Holy Spirit's writing uh, to us, the church. This is in the letters. And here's, here's, here's what Holy Spirit's saying through Paul. He said, I'm fearful, lest that even as the serpent beguiled Eve by his cunning, mm-hmm. so your minds may be corrupted and seduced from wholehearted, sincere, and pure devotion to Christ. This right here gives us revelation of the destination. Mm-hmm. He's going to set in on his schemes against you. He's going to be dedicated. He possesses conviction, as it were. To arrive at your mind. Mm-hmm. That's that's what he's after. If he gets there, he's going to act Diablos. He's going to start hammering. Just like I mentioned what happened to Paul, that little demon, what did he do? He began to buffet Paul, began to just strike him, strike him, strike the mind, strike the mind, hurl at the mind, throw something at, at your mind, like just a constant uh, beating, mm-hmm. basically, is what the enemy would try and do. And then 2 Corinthians 4, 3 and 4, but even if our gospel is veiled, it is veiled to those who are perishing. Verse 4, whose minds Mm -hmm. the God of this age has blinded. So the destination is the mind. And this is where good, solid believers, sometimes this is where they succumb to the strategies, is because their mind gets so hammered and they begin to, to grow weary and begin to get exhausted. We're believers. We believe a thing that is not seen. Mm -hmm. And the enemy is not necessarily targeting the thing you don't see. He begins to hammer away at your mind because that's the element that has to endure the contradiction. Right. Because you you hold a thing in your heart. But if he can break you at the mind level, Mm -hmm. uh, we'll give in and we won't endure. Mm. Galatians says that if we 
don't grow weary and faint. Uh, the very word buffet means to exhaust. So if we don't grow weary and faint, once we reach due season, there'll be a manifestation. And so the devil's after that, that the uh, mind portion. Mm-hmm. And he's saying, look, you ain't going to make it or you're stupid or you have pain in your yeah. body or whatever the situation is. And he's hammering away at the natural part of you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Hammering, hammering, hammering. But praise, praise God, we can be strong in the Lord. That's right. We can respond to him in explosive power. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. It's like every, everything we're reading, like through Ephesians. I mean, we're seated in, in heavenly places in Christ Jesus, and we get the spirit of wisdom, revelation, and knowledge. But you don't get all of that until you come down to this. It's just like Paul's putting all these things out here. But it's not until you walk through the wiles of the devil where these things are revealed on a mm. continual basis. Mm. Exactly. You know? Yeah. And and all of that is set up to prepare you for this. Mm. Yes. Mm-hmm. And and so we're going to continue with this again in part two of this wonderful study next week. God bless you. We'll see you then. And don't miss it. If you enjoyed today's podcast, please subscribe, rate, and review this podcast on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen to podcasts. Your review helps the podcasting platform suggest this podcast to other listeners who are also looking for a great move of the Holy Spirit. Check out our website at globaloutpouring.org to find out more information, read our blogs, connect with us, and donate. You can also browse our web store for life-changing anointed books. Until next time, this is Sharon Buss. And I'm Philip Buss. God bless you with his overwhelming, loving presence. <laughs>